0: This is the Tribune Audio Network.
1: This is the Backstory Podcast. I'm Larry Potash. On this show, we uncover the backstory behind some of the most intriguing tales in history, culture, science, and religion. In this episode, Ford, Chrysler, GM, you've heard of these automakers, but what about NASH? A hundred years ago, one man started Nash Motors, fueled by innovation and grit. This is The Backstory. (music) The rapid rise of the automobile creates a sense of freedom. Not just by moving on wheels, but the industry creates America's middle class, an economic boom that leads to suburbia and the advancement of the American dream. Today, cars practically drive themselves, but we can recapture a bit of that vintage charm behind the wheel of a car like this a Nash. Bob Grutza is the head of the Nash Motor Club. Okay, here we go. Nash is a small independent, but one that paves the way in innovation.
0: Most of the independents are gone. In fact, all the independents are gone. They couldn't find their niche. Nash style is the latest appear, It's the greatest, with rich color harmony.
2: Nash lines are the cleanest designs, are the keenest... He
1: drives a 1936 Nash ambassador. Of the 2,500 made, only 10 are left.
2: Enjoy the comfort of Nash's exclusive weather eye conditioned air system.
1: Nash leads the way in air conditioning and even installs reclining seats. First of all, there's the famous Nash twin travel bed arrangement.
0: A lady across the street from me, she's in her 80s, and she said, My dad wouldn't let me date my boyfriend at the time because he had a Nash. <laughs>
1: The great innovator, Charles Nash. Not a household name, but Jim Weary says he should be. Jim should know, he's Charles Nash's great grandson.
2: He became known as a child of determination and grit. And as he advanced through his life mastering just about everything and anything that he had an opportunity to learn about, he became known as a man of wisdom, substance, and mostly heart.
1: His great-grandfather, Charles Nash, is born in 1864 in Cortland, Illinois, about 60 miles west of Chicago. Charles Nash's parents separate and abandon him when he is just six years old. He essentially becomes an indentured servant on a farm. At 12, he runs away and becomes a farmhand and develops skills in carpentry and machinery. He eventually gets hired to stuff upholstery at the Durant-Dort Carriage Company. And owner William Durant sees the future not in the horse and carriage, but in his new company, General Motors. Nash rises from upholstery stuffer to head of Buick. To think,
2: Larry, of a guy who comes up from the salt of the earth with really nothing. I mean, he had less than that. What did he have in life other than to say, forget about it? or let's go for it. And his attitude is, let's go for
1: it. Nash hires a young engineer named Walter Chrysler. They turn Buick around and the bankers are so impressed, they fire Durant and promote Nash. When Durant makes a comeback, he offers Nash a fortune to stay. And Nash says, no. He said no because his
2: ultimate dream in life was to have his own enterprise, meaning his own business with his name on it. He had to develop a name, he had to develop a reputation. He had the reputation because of all the knowledge he had gathered through the years of learning about everything and anything.
1: He buys the Jeffrey Motor Company of Kenosha in 1916 and renames it Nash Motors. By 1929, Nash is in fourth place behind the big three, GM, Ford and Chrysler. To compete, they had to
0: give something more as far as value goes.
1: Nash develops a heating and ventilation system which is still used today. The big three survived the depression, but many of the independents do not. Nash is a survivor. The engine is out of it right now. When the boys get through with it, it's gonna be
2: equal to this one. In Charles
1: Heidi's father was there with Nash at the beginning.
2: He's got his finger on maybe <laughs> quite a few parts on these two
1: automobiles. Heidi owns some old Nash's that his dad worked on a century ago. He was all business. If there was a goal,
2: That is all he worked toward, the goal. He didn't go that way or that way, he just went toward the the goal. Go ahead, Dan.
1: Jim Warden keeps these old cars running. It's amazing how simplicity can be so complicated.
2: And so, butterfly-style hood. We can take the valve cover off. The engine doesn't have the ability to put oil on top
1: of it. Oh, so there's a built-in oil can. Looking under the hood, it's easy to see why Nash survives. Nice. Charles Nash is hands-on. Truly,
2: he was kind of one of them spokes in the wheel that always got the job done, and then other guys were able to take the glory for it all, but somebody's got to be doing the job. I thought the guy always was forward thinking and could think a lot bigger than most people, so.
1: Patrick Schilling is also a member of the Nash Motor Club.
0: It's a lot of work. (laughs) There's no power steering and no power brakes and the steering wheels are large, and it makes it hard to turn. You get
1: used to it, it's fun. Patrick's dad and grandfather both worked for Nash in the 1950s. In 1954, Nash and Hudson joined forces in the biggest merger in American history at that time to become the American Motor Corporation. The company that brought you the AMC Hornet, Gremlin, and Pacer. They found a niche for American Motors
0: and it was the second car in every garage. A guy can go from nothing to becoming a philanthropist, a millionaire, just hard work his whole life. And you could do it in America, you know, and there's no
1: place else in the world you can do that. No one knows that better than Nash's great grandson, Jim Weary. His legacy is innovation and achieving the American dream without stepping on others to get there. Despite rising from an orphan to an upholstery stuffer to a millionaire CEO, he often ate his brown bag lunch with his workers.
2: You could feel his love and his emotion, which he never had because he didn't even know his parents. And that's hard to think
1: of, but it's true. He did not seem driven by fame and fortune as some other tycoons were.
2: Right, and in uh, in the 50th anniversary of the industry, They honored him by saying the automobile industry has no greater figure than Charles W. Nash. I mean, that's powerful.
1: Thanks for listening to Backstory. If you liked what you heard, please take a minute to subscribe to our podcast or leave a review. To watch our full coverage of this story and see some that didn't make it to the podcast, visit us online at wgntv.com slash backstory.
0: This has been a production of the Tribune Audio Network.